Welcome to the Pooch Parenting Podcast, a podcast for parents with dogs. I'm Michelle Stern, a certified professional dog trainer, mom, and former teacher. Living with kids and dogs at the same time can feel like a circus. I know because I lived it too. Join us as we interview a variety of experts and parents to discuss topics that will make parenting with dogs easier, safer, and less chaotic. Also, you can love living with your dog again. I'll always keep it real, which might even mean that you hear the messiness of life in the background on occasion, but at least you know you're not alone. While some of our podcast episodes feature guest interviews, on others, I answer listener questions. If you've got a question about your kids and dogs, go to speakpipe.com poochparenting and record it there just like a voicemail, and I will include it in a future episode. In today's episode, we're going to answer questions from Holly and Allison about their dogs and kids. Here we go. Our six-year-old pit bull mix is always excitedly coming up to our six-month-old baby, trying to eagerly lick his face, hands, and feet. We're wondering what this means. We try to keep him away as much as possible uh, because we know that it's probably not safe, but we want to know what the dog is communicating by doing this. I love this question, Allison, partly because you're asking it in the first place. And the other thing about it that makes me really happy is that you're asking the why. I think that for many dog families, we just accept the status quo and don't really ask questions. But at the end of the day, if we don't understand how our dog is feeling, we'll never be able to modify their behavior. In this case, I think your dog is really curious about your baby. And honestly, babies of this age smell and taste really delicious, maybe sweet like milk, or if your six-month-old baby has started testing new solid foods, then there is a fair chance that your child is a little bit messier than usual and might have food residue all on its face and hands and things like that. So it's not a surprise to me that your dog is curious about your baby. Dogs often investigate by smelling and licking, so this comes as no surprise to me. I do love that you're thinking about how to keep everybody safe though, and that's really super. I would like to address a couple of options. So one option is if you would like to send your dog away, then you can toss a treat away from the baby and say, out you go, or you can use any other cue of your choice. By using treats in this way, we're making the behavior a positive experience for your dog, which is always the best training strategy. For these types of interactions, I would encourage you to make sure that the baby is being held by an adult or that an adult is sitting in between dog and baby to prevent the dog from getting too excited. Sometimes dogs get so riled up that they'll accidentally step on the baby or if they're getting super into it, then they might use their teeth by accident. In this case, I think your dog sounds friendly and curious, but again, because I haven't seen your dog or your baby and how they interact, I can't say for sure on a podcast. So with the information you gave me though, overall at the end of the day, I think that your dog is curious and is exploring your baby and that your baby most likely tastes delicious. I would just keep an eye on your dog moving forward. Because the baby will become mobile pretty soon, the dog is likely to get more and more curious about baby's activities. So just keep an eye on this level of excitement in terms of the licking. We wanna make sure that the dog is not using licking as a way of pushing the baby away. So some dogs will lick excessively when they're stressed out. I don't think that's what's happening based on your description. 
but it is a possibility. So let's just keep an eye on it and you can always reach out and ask more later. Our next question is from Holly, who has a question about her dog's response to being hugged by her children. Hi, so I have a six month old golden retriever called Rocky um, and three children under the age of 10, so four, six and nine. Um, And I know all the Uh, research and blogs and websites and things say that you shouldn't hug your dog and your dog doesn't like hugs but Rocky actually loves being hugged he'll actually seek us out for a cuddle he lets my kids drape themselves over him um, and it's absolutely fine however we've recently seen in the last couple of weeks that whenever he initiates coming for a cuddle he will afterwards um, go and sit in his bed and just do a kind of low grumbling noise it's not a growl but like a grumble um, and that's obviously something that's not acceptable um, and I want to figure out why he's doing it and get it sort of nipped in the bud really and um, so any help would be greatly appreciated thank you so I love this question on many accounts um, number one it shows that Holly is being proactive by doing some research and trying to figure out um how dogs behave and what dogs like and what dogs don't like. Now, you need to remember, of course, that every dog is an individual. And while some dogs really love hugs, they tend to be in the minority, actually. And so for the most part, many dogs will put up with it. But I'd like us to set a higher standard than that. I don't think putting up with being hugged is really the gold bar that we want to strive towards, right? So what we want to do is we want to listen to our dogs and make sure that the dog is actually fully enjoying it. Now, dogs can have what we call conflict. And so if a dog like hers um, approaches and asks to be snuggled, but then retreats and seems a little bit irritated by it, then the dog is probably having a bit of conflict where the dog really wants connection, but then the dog needs a little bit of space. So a couple things to think about here is that it's possible that the hugging just went on a little bit too long, or maybe there was a little bit too much restraint going on. So sometimes dogs like it when it's their choice and they're the ones who initiate contact. They can come up to you, maybe put their head on your shoulder or curl up in your lap for a moment. But as soon as you start wrapping your arms around them and making it feel tight, they feel trapped and they object and they want to leave. So oftentimes what I like to do if a dog initiates hugging is I can do pets. I'll do maybe three pets, one, two, three, then I stop. And then I look at what my dog's doing. Does my dog stay? Does my dog lean in and ask for more pressure? Um, Or does my dog get up and leave? Now, if your dog leaves, then your dog is clearly communicating to you that that was enough. That's all they needed. Um, So sometimes what can happen is a dog like hers is getting just a little bit too, too much right? So we just maybe went over the top a little bit. So what I would do is just sort of shorten those durations of snuggle sessions and then invite the dog away so that the dog never gets to the place where he feels a little bit trapped. Um, I do want to mention one other thing that Holly brought up, and it wasn't the focus of her question, but I need to mention it anyway, or I would be remiss in my job as a dog and child specialist, which is that she said that the dog doesn't seem to mind when her kids are draped over him. But I need again to remind you that your dog is a dog. It's an individual with its own feelings. It's not a pony and it's not a chair and it's not a stuffed animal and stuff. And so I want you just thinking through in advance, you know, moving forward that um, having your kids' bodies on top of your dog's body or leaning on them, sitting on them is really not the best choice. I would rather have your dog lean on you because then that was the dog's choice as opposed to you going and draping yourself over your dog and making them feel potentially stuck. 
So I hope that that helps. If you guys have a question and you'd like me to answer it for you, then go ahead to speakpipe.com slash poochparenting and record me a message, a voice memo, just like this one, and I will answer them for you. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Pooch Parenting Podcast on iTunes or on the podcast app of your choice. If you're looking for ongoing support for your family with dogs, be sure to get on the waiting list for my Thriving Parents with Kids and Dogs membership at www.safekidsanddogs.com. And don't forget to follow Pooch Parenting on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks for listening.